Hello, everybody. This is Steven here, uh, one of your hosts for the Fanbyte with podcast for Fanbyte. Uh, don't worry, this is not me trying to warn you that we're not doing a full episode or anything like that this week. Uh, we had everybody here, and everything went mostly fine. The one issue is that uh, Nikki did uh, Nikki is moving actually, which we do talk about a bit in the show, and as a result, he was using his iPhone to record uh, most of his audio, and it sounds great, honestly. Like it actually came out way better than I was expecting, but for some reason, uh, the audio cuts out for the last, like, five, eight minutes or so of the episode. Um, he doesn't say a whole ton at the end there. Uh, there's not a ton that you're, you're not really missing a lot of important information or anything. It's just kind of a little bit of general wrap-up stuff that we were doing with his, um, Twitter handle, which is, uh, Godsua, G-O-D-S-E-W-A, I want to say. Uh, for his social media handle if you want to hit him up there. Uh, you can also find him at, at Fanbyte Media on Twitter. But, you know, I just wanted to warn people ahead of time that there is a little tiny bit of dead air there as we have a couple of things where Nikki would normally be making a joke or something on the uh, on the way out. He's also the one who uh, gives you our uh, very important outro that we do every single week. So <clears throat> don't be alarmed if you're missing that. Your audio file is totally fine. Uh, nothing wrong with iTunes. Nothing wrong with RSS. Well, there's things with, wrong with both of those things, I'm sure. But nothing wrong with this episode, at least in that regard. No technical issues, as far as I know. Uh, if there is a technical issue, it's unrelated. And that's our guarantee. If it's a technical issue, it's not our fault. Or I guess... It, it was a technical issue, but it was a technical issue that happened earlier than this one, than, than, than the ones that didn't happen. You know what I mean. Anyway, I'm going to let you get back into the show here uh, with uh, the normal intro and everything like that, but just wanted to warn you ahead of time and tell everybody who listens to the Fan With podcast every week, uh, since you're not going to hear it at the end of the episode, I'll just move it to the front. Thanks for the knowledge. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Fan with the Fanbyte podcast, which is always starring three different people, and we have never missed a single person from a single episode uh, <laughs> in our entire lives. But we are all three of us here together today. It's me, Steven Strom, managing editor at Fanbyte.com, uh, joined by fellow managing editor at Fanbyte.com, Merritt Kay. Hey, what's up? Not much. How are you doing? Uh, uh, you know, I'm here. Um, That's good. Just uh, raising my kids to be child mm -hmm. soldiers. Uh, well, I guess most of them aren't child soldiers because most of them like are technically adults. Yeah, um, they are. But some of them, no, some of them are like fifteen years some old. Some of them are definitely. Like, yeah, you have to go do some murders now. So, but you know who else is fifteen? Technically, up. fifteen years old. Merit, like Giorno, like Giovanna is f fifteen years old. But he's yeah, not that's really 15 weird, years old. huh? Yeah, but, but he's, he's not. not really. He's, he's not. not. He's like it, yeah. Now, uh, Nikki Grayson, social media specialist at fanbyte.com and fanbyte media. What do you think about Giorno Giovanna? How old is he? Um, a person I 100. Okay, so I'm going to type in. So, gee, I don't. Who? Whomst? <laughs> uh, it's an anime. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Okay. Have you been playing Fire Emblem as well? Like me and Merit? I have. That's the only anime that I've interacted with mm. in the last three months it's the only anime that's come out in the last three months thank god they just stopped making them <laughs> they they're like okay them. everyone needs to catch up 
So we're just going to, we all agree we're going to stop for a while. But mm-hmm. then like one studio is like, hey, if we release anime when no one else is, it's like that episode of um, The Simpsons where uh, Sideshow Bob gets all TV turned off and then Krusty finds like a small broadcasting shack and is like, I'm the only game in town. Hmm. Uh, yeah, it's like, it's exactly like that. Uh, Merritt, I think I am finally on the other side of the fence. I finally truly understand how Nikki feels because I've watched maybe 10 episodes of The Simpsons in my entire life. Oh, okay. Um, um, it's definitely a thing I've, I have seen a Sure. Simpsons. Okay. Uh, I mean, but- I grew up on that show so like there was definitely a time where like a lot of my communication was basically Simpsons references and like some of them still are lodged in there but like it's mostly been replaced by like like I think you should leave basically replace like all of that in like in like one day it was like no this is we got to get this all out that's a real shame because, like, yeah, it's it's going to be really hard to talk to your peers because it feels like there is, you know, the, there are only three kinds of games journalists. There's like games journalists who tweet about wrestling, games journalists who tweet <laughs> about the Simpsons, and games journalists who like turn out to be secretly very, very bad and have to go start their own YouTube channel um, six months after they get found out Wait. and make a bad tweet. Oh no! Wait, which one am I then? Uh, I'm sorry, Merritt. You have to get into wrestling now. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> uh, hey, you know what? There's some good stuff going on in wrestling lately. So, you know, it's maybe maybe now's the time to try out AEW once it, once that starts up. Maybe we can talk about some AEW in the future. Um, Nikki, what kind of uh, wrestling person? No. What kind of video game journalist are you? Have you seen The Simpsons? Um, I, ha- I, I think I'm the wrestling one, but I only was into wrestling through whatever SummerSlam um, Demi Lovato's Cool for the Summer was the song of SummerSlam. Okay. Um, and then that was it. And then I've watched WrestleMania every year because I feel like I'm obligated to. Right. So I have to find a new credit card that Vince McMahon <laughs> doesn't have so I can get the free trial so I don't have to pay any money. Mm. But it's worked out pretty okay for the last four years. I gotta say, I'm kind of a liar right now anyway because I haven't been watching... Re- I, like, barely watched any wrestling. I, like, watch re- uh, WrestleMania every year or so. So what I would think what we're actually discovering here is that, like, as long as you used to be into one of those three things, mm-hmm. um, you're, you're still allowed to be a game journalist. So, Merritt, I think you're fine. Is Does John does John Cena still do it? He sure does, and nobody's yeah, happy he does. about it. Well, he, he does movies. He's you 100... Know. He does movies. He's 130 years old. He is, um, yes, yeah, yeah, he he is as old as... Wait, uh, is he Bajoran. older or younger than The Rock? He's 42, Jonathan Cena he's... is. The Rock is, what, like 45? Yeah, he, they're about the same age. They kind of came up around the same time. Um, the Rock is 47. Whoa. Uh, yeah, John he Cena... He does not look like... 47. Oh, God, let me know. He, drop he drop the like... skincare regime. I was gonna say he 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 doesn't look like he's forty seven years old. He looks like he's forty seven tons. Like he looks like he just made <laughs> that much meat. He's a gears of war, basically. <laughs> he is a gears of war. Also, like erosion takes a long time to like kind of take effect. So mm. that's probably why his face is still so smooth. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. Like, there's like nothing to talk about this week in terms of like actual video games. We've been playing Fire Emblem, which we kind of alluded to a minute ago. That's you, everything to talk it's, about. It's, that's a lot to talk about. Don't get me wrong. But also, Nikki, have you been playing? Yeah, you have. Been. Um, okay, I have been. I I, I asked you that question way, a minute ago. And already, I'm not forgot. as <laughs> I'm not as far uh, as y'all are, but I have been playing the video game. That's good. Let me open my Switch and tell you where I am at. 
while y'all talk about it. Yeah, while you do that, Merritt, what do you want to say? You, I think, are the farthest in Fire Emblem, right? Yeah, I've just been, like, my weekend was like a fever dream where, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I just, like, because I was um, writing, uh, like, guides for it, so mm-hmm. I was just, like, burning through as much of the game as I could, and I hit the time skip. So, like, I don't think, that's not really a spoiler, because, like, Nintendo was pretty upfront about the fact that that yeah, happens. I think so. Um, so... I mean, I don't think it's the game. It's the game's only been out for a few days. Like, I don't think we need to get into like plot details or anything. Normally, I don't care about spoilers, but like, I d- I don't want to like ruin anything for anyone. Um, no. Yeah. But yeah, it's um, wow. I forgot how much these games can draw you in because mm. uh, definitely the last two, which are the only ones that I've actually played, because they're the only ones that like ninety percent of uh, Westerners have played. Um, they both did that to me too. I was like, oh, this kind of looks interesting. And then like 20 hours later, like, oh my God, I need to make my child into a dark wizard so that he can learn like fucking dread magics. Um, and, uh, and then get married to his and then get sister married. or something. Well, I mean, that's kind of one of the themes of Fire Emblem is like, what if you were kind of related to someone, but not, so it was okay. Um, there's a lot of weird stuff in those games and in this one too. Uh-huh. Um, oh yeah. One ca- there's well, okay. I mean, you start off the game and you're like, "Oh, hey, Dad, what's up? You look nothing like me at all, and I don't have any memory or know how old I am, and you won't tell me anything." And it's like, okay, so your dad is probably a dragon, right? Like, mm-hmm. so like you're <laughs> or not a robot actually... or a zombie or a wizard or he's a, god. a future zombie dragon. Uh huh. Um, trying to take over the world and Future you have to zombie, fight on dragon. his back. Yeah. <laughs> I cast, no, that's what happens when you use Time Wizard and um, yeah. on, on Blue Eyes Red Dragon, it ages into that. <laughs> that's um, true, actually, isn't it? God, um, what a good TV show. Um, <laughs> no, so, like, there's other stuff, too, where there's, like, a character who, like, like, one character's dad is, or, like, like, a character talks about like oh their sibling, but then that char- that's actually their dad, and like there's two ageless like child girl characters in this mm-hmm. one because like one wasn't enough apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like the like hateful child who lives inside your head, which again like so no spoiler. This is like yeah, so this. So this is literally the first character that appears on screen in this game. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, God. Yeah. She's God, and then there's another character named Flane who is also just like this ageless child who, like, I hit the time skip. She didn't change. She mm-hmm. looks the same as she did before, and everyone else has. So there's definitely going to be something where, like, she's also like a god or something, and like, well, and I'm and dragon. these games. It's all. This is not a spoiler because I don't know that this actually happens. This is just something that I am assuming will happen based on what time I've put into. Awakening is the only one of these I've ever beaten. I played a little bit of Fate, but I know a little bit of what happens in Fate. These games, it's just kind of a Fire Emblem trope that there's always time travel, right? Like there's always like some kind of time travel or some kind of weird like future thing, like. Fire Emblem Fates had a hyperbolic time chamber. It did. It did. His daughter that in you there. throw babies in. <laughs> uh, Awakening had your, your your babies are from the future. 
Um, and then this one's going to have something because, like, there's there's a character. To, I... the, the... Sorry, go on. There's just there's like there's some stuff because there's like a, there's like this NPC character who keeps talking about how your dad who looks nothing like you uh, he last saw him 21 years ago and he's like it's super weird that he looks exactly the same as he did 21 mm-hmm. years ago it's like mm, mm, I it think is it now? I don't think there's gonna be time travel I think it's basically everyone is gonna turn out to just be like an aspect of God and then at the end of the game what happens is that everyone turns into Tang and um, <laughs> uh huh. That we never did solves, do an Evangelion podcast. That solves humanity, basically. Uh, um, you, you say there's not going... You don't think there's going to be time travel. I, w- I do want to just uh, correct that and say that there's literally time travel in the first okay, battle. Okay, in the sense that we are all time... Well, okay, no, you mean the... You mean the time recording thing? Sure. You, you, okay, get, the, yeah. you get the ability to rewind time. You can like rewind time, which basically is like, hey, you don't have to save scum because this game... We're trying to make this game for normal people. For, mm-hmm. for normal people who for normies. enjoy playing a video game. For uh, normie Nikki. So, this one's for you. So, like, we're Thanks. trying to remove all of the, like, sharp edges, um, which I think is good. <laughs> like the kid death. We're removing... Ex- I mean, the child death can stay. For but sure. But it doesn't, though. For sure, it, it the child death has. can stay. Like, it hasn't, it hasn't for, like, the last seven Fire Emblem games, though, either. You've talked about this before, Mary. Yeah, no one like, dies in Fire no. Emblem. They just get, like, they're like, oh, I can't fight anymore. I got... I got a bad back now. And, like, that's the shitty part for me about classic mode is, like, it would be really dope if a strategy game that, like, wasn't a roguelike, that, like, was just, like, a narrative game that you had to play through and there were no, like, game overs, that, like, if you lost a character, they were dead and, like, their absence meaningfully impacted the story in some way. But that's not the case in this. They still show up. You just don't get to use them anymore, which is, like... I guess, like, that, I get it. It would be extremely hard to write an entire no, game. No, for sure, for so sure. And I don't think that that game would be Fire Emblem. It would have to be like significantly reduced in scope. Right. But like, it's just like I don't. I've never understood why people would do that, other than like artificially imposing challenge. Because like most people, I feel like unless you're like a truly devoted like Iron Man mode Diablo player or hardcore or whatever it was called. Like, if you lose a character, you're just reloading your save. Right. So, like, it just forces you to do battles perfectly, which... That's but now you thing. have time travel, and it's like, I don't know. And you can just retreat at any point, too. Like, in most battles, you can just hit this button that just says retreat, and you get all of your stuff back and get to keep all of your XP, and you just restart the battle. Yep. Uh, it's, like, it's so weird. It's It feels like such a thing that is just literally a holdover for people who complain about how these games have gotten too easy in recent years. Like, people who were importing Famicom Disk System Fire Emblem games <laughs> 30 years ago. Yeah, and the thing about those people is, like... Um... Uh, I don't really think Nintendo cares that much about them, for better or worse. Like, this, to me, really feels like Fire Emblem is moving in the direction of being more of a social sim. It's, Mm -hmm. like, definitely not there, because... um, And I talked about this in, I think, part three of our review that probably will be up on the site by the time this goes up, but Mm -hmm. it still kind of feels like all this stuff is tacked onto a battle game, and, like... Even the new, like, monastery stuff feels tacked onto the support stuff from the last two games, where, like, support is, like, three conversations you unlock by making a number go up. And, like, the social sim stuff of, like, running around this castle and, like, doing errands for people isn't really meaningfully connected to any of that, except insofar as it makes that number go up. Right. Um, And with the removal of the weapon triangle, 
the time travel thing, um, the, I think magic is actually like, I know a lot of people are like, Oh, magic is, uh, worse this time because it's like not an item anymore. It's just like, like they're not tomes. You only have so many uses per battle. I kind of like that more because it's like one less thing that I have to worry about replacing. Right. Um, so it seems like the battle is like, it's like a lot more streamlined. Um, and it feels like they were pushing this as like a, hey, norm, normal people, you can play this game. I know it's a scary tactics game, but like, it's for you. Yeah. Well, I think I think games like, I mean, the whole rewind feature feels like it was probably just taking Cold Cloth out of uh, Into the Breach, which is a game that I feel kind of bridged this gap in a weird way because Into the Breach is such a game that just like takes the aesthetic of Advance Wars, which is another like a long forgotten series by the same people that made Fire Emblem. So good. It's so good. Uh, and then Into the Breach t- took that look and kind of made that like that kind of tactics game into a, a very bite-sized, manageable thing. It was very successful. Uh, then Fire Emblem comes around and it's like, okay, like let's continue to kind of build that, you know, build that system out. But you know, uh, let's give more charges on your on your time travel rewind. Let's you know make the game real big, but like also smooth off some of these edges. People are like, I feel primed to accept a game like this, and I think like traffic numbers for interest in the game kind of backs that up to a certain degree I mean, that people seem excited. Yeah, it seems really smart because like I feel like the people who are into Fire Emblem are always it's like the people who are into Pokemon they're like always going to buy it, but like mm-hmm. Fire Emblem also has like really reinvented itself over the past like I don't know, when did the first 3DS one come out, but as like a game that is like really amenable to like social media and like being online. Um, because like the char- like the fact that there are these characters that people get invested in and that their designs change over time is like a huge thing. It's like the Overwatch like situation, right? Of like yeah. you have these characters that people really like start to feel attachments to. And I think that's what this game is, is them realizing like, oh, that's what's working. <laughs> like right. that's gonna really like um really get people and think it kind of has yeah i i mean i could not get into fates to try as i might i tried but i think that fates game is did. easily the weakest of these three right that's what i keep hearing um i just is fate fates was the one that was like there were three of them right yeah. yes um okay. yeah i did play through i think i played all of the nor campaign and then i think Conquest. i got like yeah and then i think i got like halfway through the like um the real the like real story where i can't remember uh, what that one is called yeah me neither but it's the one where it turns out that you're not actually related to anybody in the game because your dad's a dragon did we talk about this last week i feel like you and i Merritt, have talked about it i think when we were playing destiny the other day Mm, i think we talked about this event yeah yeah um yeah i know so that one's whack um but it has niles and i want to date it does have good okay there are good characters in that one um and ironically uh i forget whose kid it is it might actually be niles's kid there's a character named nina who is um so there's term fujoshi which basically means like (laughs) rotten girl and it's like a japanese term for like a girl who is like really invested in like male same-sex pairings um in like fiction and stuff. And um, 
it's like people who are in a slash fiction, basically, the, the kind of equivalent would be. Um, but I feel like that term has sort of like come westward as well. Oh, it there, sure there has. Is, there is a character who is that, um, but she is, I think, the, um, the daughter of one of the only two gay characters in the game. So if they get together, she never exists. No! <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Ooh. if I, if I, oh, I better not be Niles, because if it's Niles, I'm fucked. I like, think it's, I think it might be Niles. Let me see. Uh, um, is it, is it, it's not Narja, the, the character that is definitely not just Tharja from You mean uh, Rajat? Rajat, is that what her, I knew it's like something like that. Because it's yeah, just Rajat. Tharja spelled she's, differently. She's a child. So Rajat in that one is, is like, allegedly like the reincarnation of Tharja. But like there are characters in Fates that are just the ones from Awakening that like kind of like Majora's Mask style, like wandered into this world and now they have different names. So like Owain, who is one of my favorite characters from Awakening, who's right. basically just this like idiot poet warrior who like runs around with like dramatic dialogue about how his like his sword hand craves blood and he can't control it. Um, he becomes Odin Dark and he's like a dark mage who wears like no clothes and um, is obsessed with like shouting out the names of like all of his attacks and stuff and then he has a daughter who's like Perfect. super into that as well which is like the best <laughs> yeah so what I'm hearing because here's the thing that I've been thinking about as I've been playing Fire Emblem Three Houses uh, which I almost called Fire Emblem Three Kingdoms because uh, Total mm -hmm. War Three I've Kingdoms came out this week I've done that multiple times this week <sighs> um as I keep thinking, man, I really like this game. I do miss the the whole thing where like I can just uh, play with my dolls and like make them kiss, uh, like all of them, because you can't do that in this one. You can't make everybody get married. They can only marry you. Only you are allowed yeah. to get fuck in this universe. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That is one thing that I really liked. Um, I mean, I think that's something that a lot of people liked is the weird. Um, heterosexual futurism slash eugenics of uh, uh -huh. <laughs> those games. Uh, of like I need to I need my child to have this skill that this person knows so you have to breed with this one to have a future baby who has like perfect skills. Uh but like I like I like that part I like playing that part, like as fucked up as it is. Whatever. Three houses no, has me its too. own yeah, fucked yeah, up yeah. shit. Um but like that, you know, Three Houses, as much as I'm really, really enjoying all the f social, like, stuff at the monastery and all that, things like that, I'm just like, boy, Fates just has, like, a lot of characters, huh? Like, Fates just has so many characters. There are, I, so, well, because it's, like, basically two, I mean, it's, it's two three houses. games. It's two houses. Um, two houses, <sighs> but then they have babies, too. So, yeah. like, that's four, basically four houses. Right. Um, and that's and four awesome. Is, four is more than three. Right. Don't, uh, I really would not recommend playing Fates. If you have, like, nothing... If you are really, really into Fire Emblem, then go for it. But, like, it's pretty rough. Um, and it's clear that they're just like, okay, Awakening did really well. We have to do basically that again. How do we have babies in this one? Oh, uh, well, we can't do time travel again. So how about, yeah, they just throw their babies into an alternate dimension where time passes more quickly and then no one comments on the fact that, like, the parents did this or will never get to see their children g grow up and, like, uh -huh. weren't there when they were growing up. And it's totally fine. So can you answer this for me, Merritt? Like, Probably. What 
is it that people do not like about Fates? Like, I keep hearing that they're they're, they're that it's the bad one, but I don't know. So I think what. a lot of it is just that it feels forced. Like the kid stuff definitely feels like like they knew that that was the most popular part of the last one, and right. they're like, we got to do this again. Um, but like the way that they do it is so awkward and like forced and weird. A lot of the characters like aren't written that well because there are so many of them that a lot of them are like one note. Like that character who is the Fujoshi, like. That's her personality. Like, that's it. Mm. Um, there's a character who's, like, sleepy. That's her personality. Um, because Let me tell you, I'm playing Black Eagles in uh, Three Houses, and there's another character whose personality is that he's real sleepy. <laughs> Wait, who is that? Uh, Lin Hart, the... Uh, oh, the yeah, I recruited d- him. Dude Romance. Yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, uh, he's, he's on my squad, which is good, because I- um, everyone else is not on my squad anymore i'm um, so sorry after after the event oh no don't I, don't think about the event okay Nikki, i mean are you still there yeah i'm here have you ever played I'm just trying to think is, <laughs> no i'm so i'm just not anywhere deep into this video game enough to like know anything because right. the last fire emblem game i played was awakening and i played it and i finished it and then there's a ghost in my head that says I liked it, but I couldn't tell you literally anything about it. Yeah. What do you think about Crom, Nikki? Like, which one is that? He's Marth? the main guy. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's Marth. I mean, he's, he, he's Marth. Which yeah. one is Roy? Uh, different game. Sully. Red hair. Sully is kind of the Roy of that game, right? So you're saying Marth isn't in this one? Uh, well, he okay. is. Actually, he is as <laughs> DLC, and... Um, also, Lucina cosplays as him for a while. Yeah, she does pretend to be Marth. Uh, also, like, Marth is, yeah, like, given enough time uh, and enough DLC, Marth is in everything uh, yeah, that Nintendo has ever made. Yeah, he's the main Fire Emblem. Yeah, Marth is the Ryu of Fire Emblem. Kind of. Essentially, yes. Um, but I and, hate Krom. Yeah. I fucking hate that guy. He's because very milk toast. Okay, so just, like, like the time skip in Three Houses happens, like, it's kind of signposted, um, but there's no point where the game's like, hey, just FYI, shit's gonna get real fucked after this battle, so if you want to do anything, you should do it now, because you'll never get to again. Like, mm. it doesn't do that. So I was like, oh, all right, well, at least I recruited two kids. Like, that's something, I guess. Um but the same thing happened in Awakening. Yes, it did. Like, oh, you beat that chapter. Uh, like, several years later, you're married to Krom and have a baby. And I was like, I'd married who now? Mm-hmm. Like, what? Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 what now? When? Uh, because basically, yeah, it's like whoever had the highest uh, support, support with him. And, like, I did the thing of pairing my two most powerful characters together to just, like, plow through the game. And then it was like, oh, yeah, you're in love with Krom, right? No, not really. A, a very similar thing happened to me when I played Awakening, uh, except instead of with um, like my character, I was playing a male Robin at the time, so I don't think it was even physically possible because uh, Nintendo don't like Nintendo only allows itself to have one gay character per four years. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but uh, so Crom ended up with Sully, who is like the red-haired, like loves yeah. to fight lady, who's kind of I great. like her. She's cool. Um, Whoa, that's really unusual. 
Yeah, no, I was, that's what I thought at the time, too. I was just like, like, hey, we're getting, like, hey, Sully, I love you. And it's like, the fuck you do? Like, no, you don't. Like, <laughs> I know who you love. I've decided who you love, and you're going to marry them. So I deleted the, uh, like, <laughs> I, I, I did not save my progress, basically. Went back to before that battle, like, went back to an earlier save and just grinded the game out until Krom married. I don't even remember who he married. I just remembered he was not marrying Sully because I knew who, who but He Sully normally marries marry. what's-her-name, who's, like, the Pegasus lady uh cordelia no the other one there's a lot of ladies with the whose names start with c who ride pegasi in Uh, fire emblem games well fire emblem awakening pega i mean it's weird too because like literally everybody can be a pegasus knight or, or most people of them can like a bunch of different people can anyway you can't if you're a guy because that's another thing that Nintendo loves is like um, making sure force that gender roles. yeah force gender roles like ladies aren't good at magic and guys aren't allowed to ride winged horses that's just that's just genetics yeah yeah that's Awaken. true oh I yeah also also Fates has like some weird stuff that I think a lot of people are like iffy on that was the one that had the skinship stuff and then they took that out I'm sorry and, the like, what skinship what? What is this? Do you not know about this? I don't know what the term means. I'm sorry. I feel like I know a lot of bad things on the internet, and so when I don't hear one, it's like, oh no. Okay. Um. Should I just Google it? No, I shouldn't Google it. What am I like doing? Complicated. Basically, it was like you. Okay, so you know how in three houses, when you do the T, the T thing. Yeah. Um, you get to like l- just look at them after if you do yeah, good yeah it was like that but also you get to like touch them um, okay i do remember this i didn't know that that had a name but when i did google skinship the first like that it auto completed to skinship fire emblem so <laughs> yeah so uh why is it called that it's just like a i forget it's a translation i think of something oh, okay, um okay. but it's basically what happens is like you just, I think maybe you can still do that with your, like, husband yeah. or like, wife. But, like, everyone else, you just, like, go in and, like, they just say a line about being friends or whatever. Um, but, yeah. It's, it's um, like where you pet the Pokemon in the Pokemon games, but you're touching them. But with people. But with yeah. human yeah, beings. Um, so that was removed in the North American version. Like, that was in the original. It was removed for the U.S. release. Right. Um, and so that was like a big weird thing. I bet um, I bet there was like a large contingent of uh, very vocal people on the internet who were very much just like, we're, we're okay with this and this is cool. This is fine. That oh, you're yeah. This. No, I mean, no. Yeah. Uh, they're actually around the time because Fates was. Um, when was that? 2016? Um, Sounds like a number. That yeah. Matches. No, 20, 2015. So there was like a lot of shit around it. But then also there's like some weird dialogue stuff and like characterization. Like there's a character who's like, God, I can't remember what's. Oh, um, there's a character who's gay, but then she like. Wants oh. To, oh, yeah. Okay, wait. Um, Isn't this the game where you have to like drug a character to like force femme them or something? Not really, no. Um, it's basically like this one character is like, who's the daughter of, um, do you remember, what's his name? Inigo 
from Awakening? No, I don't. Uh, Inigo is the Sylvain of Awakening. Ah, so he's just sure. like, the, his personality is he hits on people, mm-hmm. hits on women. Um, so his daughter, Soleil, is like pretty similar in that, except that she just like gets really like flustered whenever uh, women are around. Um, wait, no. That's, no, she's actually very successful um, with the ladies, unlike her dad. And, um, but there's like something, I'm looking this up right now because I don't remember. I definitely did do it, but, um, oh, okay. So basically, if you're a male character, her supports are like, she thinks she's getting distracted by like, by girls or something. Um, and so like in the US version, like she blindfolds herself to train, but like in the Japanese version, she like takes a potion to like not be attracted to girls or something. Oh, um, so that was like people were kind of like ah ha. Um, I mean the blindfolding thing sounds like that. I mean yeah, they kind enough. of they they basically tried to just like to get rid of that because they're like oh this is not gonna go well. No, um, but you got to understand, Mary. It's different cultures. There aren't ga- there aren't uh, gay people in Japan, so like you know. It's oh, totally fine. of course, yeah. No, I mean I am an expert on um, on Japanese culture because I've watched several animes. Right. So I, I read a Wikipedia article. Basically, you have to under. It's like okay, all of the things are okay there. So um, right, no problem. It's, it's a, opposite personal, day. It's every my personal day. playground where mm-hmm. I go to be a degenerate. Um, <sighs> yeah, I, uh, just the characters were weird, and like it was just like they just threw in as much stuff as possible, and the pacing and the, the whole thing of like, oh, uh, you can either be with your birth family or with this family that like kidnapped and adopted you, um, and you can get with any of those people because it right. turns out your birth family isn't your birth family. But you can still get with the people who you have like been raised as siblings to. The the large the the woman with the the very well endowed wyvern writer lady who uses an axe I think I forget her name the she's in oh. the purple team, uh, yeah. who is constantly talking to you about how she's like your big sister and how you are yep. like her her little whatever sister or brother like um she's de- you could definitely hook up with her oh. I bet. One hundred percent, and I can't remember yeah. if I did or not, but yeah, she is like, um, why isn't this? What's her name? Where is she? It's not Cordelia, but it starts with the C, doesn't it? It's uh, every woman in Fire Emblem, their name starts with the C. It's Camilla. Camilla. And yeah, she is. She, I think, is like the wackest design of like any Fire Emblem character. Um, it's just like, yeah, okay. I mean, sure. I guess. Oh, no. I mean, human proportions. I mean, that, yeah. That's where you keep belts. That is where that, I'm looking at a picture of this Camilla picture right is now. really deceiving because like it looks like her torso is like a lot wider than it is like on the character I'm looking at. But if you look closely, it's just like oh, she has a shield on her back, and then like it's it's very much like a. Although I think there is, I think there's hip padding in those uh those boots or those that mm. armor. You're right. Oh, yeah. But her hips are almost a right angle. Um, oh, here like... I found a picture of a of a, a figma of her. So yeah, like I mean, you definitely just. Really I'm not gonna lie. Like she is like a really funny character. Um, she's yeah, but it's uh, also just like 
I think it's I think it's possible to like enjoy this stuff without I know I'm not just trying to make a general like oh it's okay to enjoy problematic stuff I think there's something specific sometimes about some of this some of these like characters that are so obviously most of the time most of the time created by men and people are like oh I love this oh my god it's so good and it's like you know this is just for guys for horny right like it's you can like it and like i'm sure you can like it in ways that like are rehabilitative or whatever but like at the end of the day the people making this stuff are just profiting off like man's be horny and like let's be honest about that and not like you know i don't know yeah maybe, I'm, is, maybe I'm kind of like boring or whatever but there there is something about fire emblem that especially as time has gone that just feels like it is increasingly honest about like what it is doing and like who it is for and stuff like that and like that i would at the end of the day it is i think i might have even talked about this like paraphrasing here like this yoko taro quote from before too like if you compare like a hideo kojima who's like a japanese developer who we often think of as like you know auteur or whatever like he is very much in that camp of like any time that there's like something like with like man's be horny in his game he's just like literally had the whole uh you will be ashamed of your words and deeds moment and like it's yeah, like she no she has to breathe through her skin she has to breathe through her skin even though there are other characters that are the same species as her that totally wear clothes in that game it makes no anyway uh but then you have like yoko taro and somebody asks him like how come you so many of your characters are pretty or whatever he's just like i like pretty people and it's just like okay you know what like at least you can be open and honest about it like sure people people clearly want that people will clearly spend money on on it and stuff like that but just don't like try to pretend that that part i mean yeah don't try to pretend and and also just like hey gang sometimes we should talk about this stuff too like (laughs) let's let's and not just in like a oh politically this is like weird or whatever but in like a hey i think this might be affecting some people's brains when like (laughs) this is what they see constantly of like oh that's what women is yeah um is either tiny like child literal child literal yep. child mm-hmm. who but six thousand years old so it's fine don't worry six thousand years old or just like gazangas and like there are people who look like that that's like totally fine whatever yes but like gang like i don't know i see people online sometimes who it's pretty clear that like a lot of their kind of view is based on like this is what people are and it's like they're not really I think that's I think that is a large reason why I really kind of like why I as much of a as small of a step it as it is why like why I appreciate it when people are just like open about that stuff because I think a lot of the I think it does way more damage when when a creator or when like a company behind something is like no this is serious business uh, because like I think that engenders even more totally. of that that kind of feeling within that contingent of people out there like that faction like it just gives like gives them more fuel and like especially if they're young and impressionable and on the internet yeah. you know and open to that sort of thing like that's that really really sinks it into them um, oh totally yeah yeah, basically just like, you know, gang, have fun. Like, just yeah. good luck, have fun. And um, just remember that uh, the, the fire emblems aren't real life. So yep. um, go outside. Get off on more things, goddammit, is what yeah, I, I mean, say. Like, I, mean, I mean, just try and leave the house, basically. Yeah. Um, then that is coming from someone who has trouble with that sometimes. So Anyway, I like this game a lot. <laughs> Good game, 10 out of 10, would train child soldiers again. Um, I don't know about 10 out of 10, but I do. I like. I think the fucking uh, user interface 5 out of 10. Game. Oh, shit. Those are the only two options. 5 out of My- 10 is like, 
like that's unthinkable at this point right like how how could a game possibly get that uh what you did, know what did polygon give sim city after they reviewed it and then gave it like a nine and then they were like wait it's very broken actually did they oh. like bump that down to a four i don't yeah, know yeah let me look that one up real quick that was a million years ago. Yeah, they I have, hadn't thought oh, about no, this. It was, it was a six point five. Six point five is where they oh, eventually okay. landed. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't. But like, speaking of like busted, like I think that this I like this game a whole hell of a lot. I like Fire Emblem games. I like tactics games. Like I love XCOM. XCOM Enemy Unknown, uh, the the remake of that series is like one of my favorite games of all time. Um, and I love Persona, which is, like, some of my other favorite games of all time. And this is kind of, like, basically, like, a sort of, um, rough blend of those two things that is kind of just definitely, like, you can see the seams in a lot of places. And I think the place that you see the most seams is just the general UI, UX, is just fucking bananas. <laughs> like The words are Oh, wait, 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 sorry, sorry. Uh, I just want to back up and say that, uh, the original review... <laughs> For SimCity was, uh, I think it was a 9.5. It went down to an 8. There was an update to the review, which was three days after the original review. Um, Well, actually, no. Now I can't tell. Yes, no. That was that. That went down to a 6.5. And then um, a few days after that, the timeline is kind of unclear on this. Um, it, it, it's a four. It went down to a four. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Listen, we all make mistakes. Wait, no, it's an eight? Wait, what? Yeah, I, think, I think I'm, I'm reading I'm these in the reverse order. Also. It is... The, yeah. Uh... No, no, 9.5, 8, uh, 9.5, 8, 4, 6.5. Yeah. It went up again? Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, 6.5 is, I think, the final... <sighs> that... That's a very different era of Polygon. That site has gone through a lot of changes since uh-huh. SimCity, the, the, the whatever year that game came out. Came out. Uh, the people who are working there are very different now. The people, like, like literally, it's just a very different staff. But come on, people. <laughs> come I mean, on. I mean, I think that was an exceptional situation because, like, they were reviewing the game based on mm. a code that they had that was, like, I think they had priority servers or something. And um, then, yeah. Basically, Max is, like, and EA kept messing with the servers to try and like fix things because they did not work, and uh, so I don't know. Yeah, I'm. I, it's just this is just me for, like speaking as somebody who is kind of like very set in their ways as far as like certain like video game writing like traditions go. And you're, you're basically concerned about ethics. I'm basically just concerned, much like the people who are very upset that the skinship was gone in Fire Emblem. Mm-hmm. I'm just concerned mm-hmm. about ethics. Uh, no, uh, my thing is just, like, you review the experience you have, right? Like, you just, you, 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 I don't know, like, like, factoring yeah. in, like, weird external factors and, like, just trying but to like, quantify that but, is just so weird to me. But that brings up, like, well, what is the purpose of a review? If it's to inform other people, then, and yeah. the experience you had isn't going to be the same as the one that other people, that, like, players are going to have, then I think that that is a whole different thing. And it's something that's only come up since the whole advent of like always online games because wow does it get complicated when there's like when things are constantly changing also i wanted to send you a link to uh or actually i'm just gonna copy uh this image of this fire emblem character just real quick because i don't remember this character oh boy 
Um, and I, I do no want to say missing okay. pants. All right. It's like you know what I I'm not above some stuff. I was looking at uh, boy, I was looking at the uh, of Fire Emblem Heroes, and that game is just oh boy, I. That game is just the 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 part where you just get like JPEGs of of uh, girls and, and yeah, boys. Yeah, it's a it's a mobile game. Right, but this one here, but whoever this is, whoever this can I are you looking child at child? I'm looking at yeah. this person. Yeah, I'm looking child. at this child. At this what? literal child. What? What? Uh, what? What is this from? This is a Fates character. That's a Fates character. I mean, oh. I think this art is not okay. This art is from. The comic adaptation of the game. Uh, okay. So, but it's what is official. Still, though? It's what does she look like in the game? Is she, um, she's got to be ident- basically identical, right? Yeah, but I think you don't really see characters like from the, like you only see their faces when you're talking to them, right? Like you right. don't really I, see the fact that they're not wearing any pants, <laughs> or that they in the old games anyway. This is this is not a thing in Three Houses, or that they used to have hooves. Oh my god, in Fates, or in uh, Awakening? In Awakening. They just, like, didn't do feet. They're like, oh, fuck, we ran out of time. No feet, no feet. It's good, it's good. Unless that was a deliberate... No, I think, actually, that's true in um, Fates as well. They don't have Yeah, feet I think you're right. Here's but, a... but, no, you know, you know it had to be, like, just a, a time-slash-budget-slash-art-style constraint, because, like, if they could have drawn the feats for their, for their audience, they would have drawn the feats. No, I mean, what if it was a conscious decision to be like, no... This far, no further. <laughs> imagine, imagine a world without feet. The Borg. It's oh. too horrific to consider. I think she is actually wearing pants, and I just are those. Those are pants, actually. I think. Are they're chaps? They're assless chaps. <laughs> okay, it's yeah, really I hard guess. to tell because, like, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. I mean, Pro- hmm. no wonder I, I Fire Emblem is actually wearing pants when they're talking to you because you 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 don't know. It's, also, like the new, it's like the news, right? I also noticed that the like, three houses had definitely for for roster it it has all ages listed. I noticed this character does not yeah. have an age listed anywhere. Mm. Uh, also, the way her like default pose is like just completely unhinged, just... and like her facial expression is just like she's like I think she's that trope of like, and again, it's been a long time since I played it. I could be totally wrong. I think her trope is character who is like really cute but then gets like super horny for killing people mm, okay you for, know that one we haven't said who this is for people who want to google this it is charlotte from her name's Fire charlotte yeah she hasn't i'm pretty sure she uses an axe um she isn't related to you at all i think she just like shows up um yeah she says she's like a member of the royal guard here i think yeah and she's like likes money which you know what i mean fair what is okay? Wait, trivia. Is there any interesting trivia about this character? Uh, um, no, not really. She's the ninth in the character popularity pool okay. for female characters. Nikki, if you um, don't know this, that that's a thing. That's a very big Japanese thing. Is like they do character popularity polls a lot for manga. Yeah, and anime. is that that's in the video game Fire Emblem Three Houses? Oh yeah, it is. Like yes, in yeah, loading screens, true. right? And they say thank you. Yeah, and it's like oh, you're wal- you're welcome. And it's like so clear that like most people picked uh, Black Eagles because oh. uh, what's her name? Because of Edgelord. Be- because Adel fucking guard is Adelgard. the 
uh, the number one deployed unit. Oh, Merritt, I don't, I don't know if you've, I don't know when the last time you logged in was, but if you go in right now, the the ranking has really settled into. It shows okay, so there are eight members. Wait, wait, members. Can, I, can I guess? Can I yes. guess like the yeah. top? Okay, Edelgard. Uh, I'm gonna guess Claude is up there somewhere, just because I think people are also playing with him. Mm-hmm. Bernadetta is probably like three okay. or two. Um, Hubert might be on there just because everyone's using him. But oh, what's your name? Uh, Tall, the the character who dresses like someone that I dated like five years ago with the choker and the hat. Choker and the hat. Oh, uh, Dorothea? Yeah. Dorothea. Dorothea. Oh, Dorothea. Because yeah. she's the tallest and has bobs. Um, and then. And it's also like her whole storyline is she is very horny. Yeah, she's just trying to get wifed up. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Man, is Manuela on there? Uh, do you want Do you want me to skip? Just, to, just run, to the run end down the, run down the top five or whatever. Okay, I don't have I don't have the exact list in front of me of le- of the actual orders, but I can tell you that uh, there are so there are eight characters that like eight starting characters per of the three houses that you can select at the beginning of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the leader and then seven um, kind of characters that can be recruited or not recruited depending on who you pick. It's a whole thing. Uh, currently, the eight top characters are, you were right about, uh, I do know Edelgard is number one. I know Bernadette is number four. The other uh, six on the list are just all the other members of the Black Eagles. <laughs> ah, okay. It's, liter- it's literally just the entire Black Eagles roster because They're it's... True. It's it's like uh, the the last time they showed like a popularity poll of like who was picking what it was like Black Eagles were like seventy four percent, Blue Lions were like twelve percent, and like whatever the remaining percent of that is was Golden Deer, and it's just yeah the entire Black Eagles crew is now just the most picked characters because it's just people playing Black Eagles nonstop. Because because Edelgard, you know you know. Uh, I would bet. Okay, I think some people are like, oh, this is like I've heard that this is like the more interesting storyline, so I'm going to do this. I would guess that like of the game's demographic of people who are playing this game, a lot of them are probably like, oh, I'm going to go with the girl. It's yeah, it's that. I think I it's kind of a weird, interesting thing to me because I think like you're right that the most like obvious like cishet male option here is to go with uh that one because it gives you the girl that like non-exclusive but also the black eagles are the the only uh faction with a built-in uh male male romance and they like three out of the uh, five other um th- th- like three out of the five characters that are like uh, female female romances are also black eagles it's like oh yeah they're just the gay the evil gay has it's the gay club yeah is it's the like thing the gay goths who do crimes mm-hmm. and like are evil mm-hmm. at least in your universe i don't know how thing like because right now well, edelgard is i don't know because edelgard is like talking to me right now about like how she wants to overthrow the arist- like dissolve the aristocracy and how everybody should be allowed to uh, like whether they're noble or commoner yeah, to uh i i think you should and that's probably that's, that's good you know mm-hmm, you should yeah. do that and not uh kill millions of people yeah, while you doing know that who knows? But but who knows how things go with with a you know, with you a good friend? You can't break an omelet without breaking some eggs. You know? I don't know. I heard about what's going on with your guy, with your blonde, uh, beautiful my, boy. Okay. My fucking guy has <laughs> fully. I mean, I don't think this is a spoiler because those that art was out before the game was out, and like and, and can, literally every character bio for Dimitri like like very much uh, yeah. lampshades the fact that it's like he hides a sinister side. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it comes out relatively early on in the game where he just, like, loses his fucking mind and is just, like, 
And everyone's like, yes, we must rout the enemy. And he's like, I'm going to fucking tear their bones out and stab their <laughs> eyes with them. And everyone's like, whoa, okay. Take it down a few notches. And he's just mm-hmm. like, I'm going to strangle them with their own intestines. Like, he just... Lo- and then, and then um, he basically, like, something happens. Mm-hmm. Um, the mm-hmm. event. And then he is wearing a big fur cloak and has lost an eye and has an eye patch and his other eye has just like a huge eye bag under it he's so tired mm-hmm. and he's so and like everything he says is like we're gonna make those bastards pay i'm gonna break each of their fingers while they watch and just like everyone's like yeah great Dimitri, awesome um He's just and like he's. They're just going further into the romance of the three kingdoms things. He's just Jahadun, like he's just he ate yeah. his own eye. That's the thing yeah, that they he, didn't show you. He might have done that to gain his own powers. I don't know. He didn't Odin. He went to the tree and was like, "Hey, give me that knowledge." I mean, I he is blonde, so. In in what? all, literally all Japanese, um, you know, in all uh, anime and stuff like that, if there is a blonde character, they do need to definitely be like a Viking thing. Like that is true. <laughs> I mean, he does have like the big fur cloak and everything now. So, uh huh. Um, but I'm pretty psyched because all my kids got grown up and they got different looks now. Um, I will say, most of them, I think the glow up was like pretty impressive. Mm. Uh, some of them, <laughs> Felix's hair got weird. A little bit. Oh, no. Um, it just kind of got, like... It, it looks like it's, like, folded in half. Like, it looks like someone did origami with his hair. No, um, Felix! He's still, I just recruited he's still him. great. He still okay. calls... Uh, he still calls uh, Dimitri the boar. Um, yeah. I love Felix. He's so belligerent. <laughs> the fact that he's not... Rom- there are so many characters in this game where the fact that they are not romanceable like, as male-male options is just it's a false advertising. Crime. Yeah, Claude, no, you gotta fucking sit here and tell me that Claude is straight. Like, there is jump a scene a river. where... Reg- I think it's probably regardless of which Byleth you pick, but like, there's a first-person scene during a ball where Claude comes up to you, takes your hand, and takes you onto the dance floor. Fucking... Of course he would. He's got. No. He loves. To he's dance. confident. He loves to dance. He loves he's to, upside he down. To, look, look. You can dance with someone without being gay. Mm-hmm. That's a well-established fact. But like, Claude, you can. Claude, Claude cannot Claude's dance. With little someone. like a uh, fucking braid <laughs> thing, and like. I will say though, his. I don't know if you've seen his aged up art, but he gets some I'm unfortunate not. facial hair. I, oh yeah, oh, actually, I have seen that. No. He gets these. He gets like kind of a. Uh, what's that called? Chin, uh, strap chin strap situation. Yeah, oh, like no. like a lot of the characters but, in this game have because know, no one really has a full beard. They just kind of have like weird <laughs> lines of hair. You know, you're, you're I, I know what you're talking about, uh, Merit. I have seen that art. I've seen Dimitri and I've seen Claude. I have not seen Edelgard's future self yet. Uh, but you're right that it's an unfortunate choice. Like Claude could do better, but also I think Claude makes it work. Now I'm gonna go. I'm gonna look at. Um, I'm going to bring up some art of all these bad boys. I don't know if I want to see it. I think this is the one thing I don't want spoiled for me. Okay. I, like You can post it. Like, don't worry about that. No, no, no. Like, I'm not, I'm I'm not, I, no. I, I mean, I just searched Fire Emblem Glow Up. Whoa! Ignatz gets kind of hot. Re- Ignatz, huh? I refuse it, to believe. No, no, no. It, it, it's His hair gets better, and okay. uh, he dresses better. Um, uh, Bernadetta um, has a hair mistake that happens oh, no. to her. 
Bernadette. Bernadetta starts with a hair mistake. To be completely no, honest, no, it gets actually worse. It's like some. It's like she was at the stylist and then had to leave in the middle of it to like oh, go no. do a battle and then never went back. But it does um, sound like Bernie, you know. Only Bernie's in Bernie's room. Uh, she does say that. Yeah, Bernie. Um, she's she's fine. I mean, she's, can she's, I say one thing yeah. about her? Sure. She would have won. You know. Oh my god! I think she, I think she bit. would have won. I'm um, going to end this call. I'm going to end this anyway, podcast. It's canceled. Whoa, Casper gets show. hot. Caspar, okay. Caspar sucks normally. Like his yeah. hair looks dumb. He has like a weird faux hawk. But um, I had that haircut, Merritt. It was not great. Look, but everyone I, had that haircut. Yeah. But um, oh, some characters got sleep. That's great. Oh, did oh Luna get some sleep? Oh my god, Lorenz gets so fucking hot. This is illegal. God damn it. No, my god, no. This is I fucked need up. To get to the time skip. But Jesus. I, do I need to get to the time skip, though? Because I'm not going to be able to romance like 90% of them. I know. Okay, Such wait. Apparently, there's like a Reddit thread of people just like apologizing to Lorenz. <laughs> oh my god. Like, I'm sorry. Oh, because he gets great. Because he gets, he gets so, so good. Hot. Oh no. Um. Lorenz, for people who don't know, in this in this game, he Lorenz is like this like um, self satisfied noble who's like just if Dorothy is on uh, looking to get wifed, um, Lorenz would love to be the wifer. He's uh yeah. Um, also, his hair before the time skip, it's like he has a normal haircut, but then someone like cut a triangle out of it. Kind yep. of. Yeah. It, um, it's like a it's like a long bowl cut that someone cut a uh, cut in out of proportion triangle out of. Yeah, mm-hmm, like an isosceles mm-hmm. triangle. Yeah, apparently he was a really big joke um, prior to the game's release, and then now, now he's hot. Now he's hot. So like, be, just now all I'm saying is like, be careful fun. who you're mean to in high school. Yeah. Yeah. Here's my question to both of you: Do do you think that um, Nintendo, or I guess Intelligent Systems, and specifically in this case, intentionally made a lot of them, gave a lot of them bad hair and bad costumes? For their pre glow up, so that it would be more recognizable when they like post glow up. Yeah, hair is the easiest thing to change. Yeah, yeah. And like actually, if you start think... with like intentionally bad hair. Yeah, because there's some really bad hair in like the among the, the children of the school. Like Ignatz what? has some terrible hair. Lorenz has terrible hair. Uh, Lor- uh Laurent. Uh, I think that's how I, I'm already forgetting how you spell his name or how his name is now. The the, the male male character who I'm definitely going to romance. He's got some pretty bad hair. Linhard. Linhard. That's it. His hair is not that bad. It's. Mm, he has it like tied up in a little bow. Does he? In the yeah in pre time skip, he has a little bow on the back of his hair. He's like tied his hair back. Okay, I apparently haven't been paying enough attention. Look, uh, just go to his page on the Fire Emblem wiki. You can see it in the picture. Oh, I got my Switch right here. It's fine. <laughs> I'm pull up the. I'm, I'm go straight to the source. It's fine. Petra has some pretty good hair. I'm okay with Petra. Dorothy is honestly not bad. He does also, have a Lin- bow. How did I miss the bow? Linhart also gets. I mean, he's already you know no problems really, but he gets. Uh, yeah. He gets five years older than 16, so uh, until then I have no opinions about him. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Fire Emblem. I can't wait to play more of this game so I understand more of it. I'm sorry we've we've really just, like, gone right over you, Nikki, this entire episode. What are you up to? 
Um, uh, Fire Emblem. <laughs> Y'all heard of this? <laughs> I started no. playing a little bit of Fire Emblem. Just give us the um, Johnny Carson on Fire Emblem. I, uh, um, I played Madden on stream with John yesterday. Oh, that's the one where they have X-Men. Every team gets one X-Men. Yeah, every, every team gets their own. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, that's the new thing this time around. There are... I'm the wrong person. I'm going to call them X characteristics, which is not correct. Yeah, they've got the, X you've got their X gene. Yeah, it's yeah, X Factor, which is like also the name of a of a TV show, Te- television program. Simon Cowell is the coach of every single NFL team now. I, it's <laughs> literally, li- literally, merit when you said X Factor is like, oh yeah, like the Peter David comic, you know, with uh, Jimmy Madrox, the Multiple Man, Fuck. <laughs> and Wolfsbane. Oh my god. Um... <laughs> But yeah, it's Madden. It's just really strange. In the on stream yesterday, John was like, "Here are all the football boys, and here's the ones that have abilities." But all of the perks read just like Call of Duty perks, oh, and, the, and the icons are also just like Call of Duty perks. So there's one <laughs> where the like, it's called um, it's called like. Basically, the way that the perk works is that their catch range is increased because it's like they're a satellite dish and they can just kind of like receive signals better. It's just the UAV symbol from Call of Duty. Like it's it's the exact Mm. same, and it's like they just wanted to get Call of Duty perks in this one, and they they did it. They had a lot of leftover graphics, uh, graphic designers from like the modern or the Medal of uh, Honor franchise. I think. Uh Yeah, um, they just so they found them in a folder on the NAS, and they were like, "Can we use these? <laughs> no one's using these. Hey, no right. one's using these, right?" Um, and Barrett, weren't we, so yeah. we we saw when they announced this as a thing? Mm-hmm. We were watching this at our uh, E three uh, Airbnb, and I remember I think one of the ones that we definitely seized on at the time was there was a guy called the Fearmonger, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> whose power is just called okay. the fear monger yeah um it's I'm a, gonna bring this so up the, right now yeah, the fear monger defensive ability gives yeah. you a chance to pressure the quarterback <laughs> while you're still engaged with a blocker it, look at this icon it's the right? icon is jack skellington <laughs> it's just jack skellington uh, it's fucking soap hat. it's soap mctavish from call of duty it's him with his with his mask pulled down ready to just kill some people oh my god Fearmonger, yeah. It, the effect oh. is—it's like an aura ability that <laughs> yeah. reduces enemy. Yeah, it's an morale. AOE. Yeah, yeah minus twenty percent resistance. Like, <laughs> fuck, Jesus. Mad yeah, mad. I was losing my mind when they came out Just with that. Add alts now. I I and love that. In. I I love that Madden's whole thing. Like two years ago, was like, yeah, we're we're Friday Night Lights. Uh, where you know we've got the long shots, we got the storyline with the it's going to be like this ongoing thing, and then they did that for like two years, and they said like, mm, you know what, like what if instead kill streaks, like what if Madden yeah. but kill streaks? <laughs> oh my god. Um, yeah, there are there are these badges also do already kind of exist in uh, the NBA two K games, um, where like the more you do the thing the better you are at the thing over the course of the game. Right. Um, and then there are different tiers of those badges that you can pay uh, Visual Concepts $35 to get to the top tier of, or mm. play for 600 hours um, yeah. to get to the gold tier. 
Um, but these ones just kind of, it looks like they activate all the time. I wonder what these feel, like, if they're in Ultimate Team at all, though, which is, like, the trading card money half of the game. The part yeah. of the game that makes money. Right. The um, part of the game that is going definitely going to get, like, legalized out of existence in a year. Mm-hmm. Um, did you know, okay, we talked about this on Late Lunch, but I'm going to talk about it here. Did you know that, first of all, that they added a slot or a, a casino to the Grand Theft Auto V video I game? I did, because our coworker uh, <laughs> Andrew Whitmore, was hollering about it uh, in Slack. He's very Much excited like, about this. He, he, loves, he loves to talk about Grand Theft Auto online. So excited. Which is, but I'm can, happy for him, but yeah, all yes. I know about that game is watching videos of people do dumb shit in it, and like... It's very appealing, but I don't have a PC, and also it just seems like a lot of work. And also the gambling with real money? Yeah, with real money. Like, you can go to Target right now, buy some shark cards, put those points, lose them immediately. And you don't win real money. No, no, no. Money doesn't come out of the computer if you win. Like, it it just... It's a closed system. Like, you're putting money in... It's like and, any of these things, yeah. It's, I mean, it, it is, yeah. I mean, like, people are like, oh, it's like real, ga- they got people to do real gambling. Like, yeah, games have been doing that for, like, years at this point. Right. Yeah. It's not but like your JPEG think... of fucking Joan of Arc is, like, any different, really, at the end of the day. Right. It's just so, it is just so wild to me no, that it that's is. where we're at. It is, like, I, weird, you... yeah, to step back and be like, okay, we're not just, like, you know, trying to get a skin on a phone game or whatever it's like yeah you're going into a virtual casino in like a realistic looking world Uh, and spending real money to get in-game money possibly with the same like like some tables are hot some of these slot machines are hot and that like that stuff fluctuates throughout the day like it uh, just go just go play online poker 14 year olds who are playing gta 5 just play online poker instead, because I think you can kind of win money in that one for real. What What's so strange to me about this specifically is, like, what kind of, like, just, I don't know, bulletproof monk attitude it takes from Rockstar to be like, yeah, you know, like, Europe has already banned a bunch of this stuff. The U.S. is probably going to do it pretty soon. Let's, uh, you know, what's a good time to do it is just, just to do the most naked version of this, period. Like, let's just do it. Like, wh- let's whatever. Let's do it while we can. I suppose. Maybe that's it, let's right? Just- fucking go for it while we can because they're gonna knock this out so like bam you know yeah, we we were already planning on putting this in, in like our whatever like expansion 6.4 or whatever like why don't we just like th- things have already gotten to the point where the like battlefront 2 has already fucked us uh, two years from now why don't we just get uh, cash in yeah like yeah. maybe maybe that is the thinking like for real huh i'll say gta 5 is the better part of a decade old i just wanted to that's fucking wild. It seems like yesterday kind of just... that that game came out and uh, Lee did her uh, review this of the game. We, was that the This Is Why We Video Game? And is that yeah. her? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then Flowers for Women's. Flower, Flowers for Women's? I forget the exact quote. I don't remember. It was like a reply to someone. I think it was to Kara Ellison talking about that game. And someone was like, what? it's Grand Theft Auto. What do you expect? Flowers for Women's? And like oh. that, be- that became a thing for a while. Oh boy! Uh, Oof. But you GTA Online, I- I'm like really curious about it because it seems like really wild to me. Like mm. the videos I've seen are like either people doing, um, just like making weird content. Like um, yeah. 
forget what's his it's name. Like elongated improv. Yeah, exactly. Just like doing weird role play stuff, and that's what Andrew yeah. says a lot of people do, which is like, as someone who used to be like a fucking mud role play nerd, that's like very appealing, you know. Here's the thing yeah. about that merit, though. You say that. But but much like I think that many of us on this call feel about Fortnite, you, the problem is that you would like it's fun to look at um, from the outside. But then when you actually like sit down to try and do it yourself, there's also the part where you have to play Grand Theft Auto, and then you remember yeah. like, oh, this doesn't actually feel good in yeah. my in my bone well, hands. I haven't played one since. Uh, when was the last one I played? San Andreas, I think. Okay, so it's so, been quite a while. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they feel better but now. That's- no, but that's the thing. It's a. It feels like a game from 2013. Right. They haven't changed. Right. That's the. the yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's like still they're not just better. as like, weird. You have that jump that you just kind of like lunge forward. Right. Yeah. It's like sometimes it's your character so, just collapses. It's stuff that was definitely like locomotive. Like it was stuff that was definitely like wow. This actually like feels pretty good. Six years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And also, like, the writing hasn't gotten any better either. Like, because... Oh, no, no, no. That's the other thing, too, is like, oh, all this roleplay stuff is, like, really... Like, the stuff that the people in the community are doing is, like, really interesting. And then you, like, turn on a radio in that game, and then, like, a character opens their mouth, and you're like, oh, oh, right. Oh, you're, like, terrible. Like, the Hauser brothers are the fucking worst writers in video games. Oh, yeah, I know. It's... Yeah. It... To me, yeah. It's one of those cases of a game where, like... The game itself is basically uninteresting to me, but, like, the community stuff that it spawned is, like, fucking yeah. wild. Right, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. watch any of Dunkey's GTA videos or watch, um, uh, what's his name? I kind of stopped, haven't watched him as much lately because he did a slightly whack video, but, mm. um, most, bes- oh, um, Charborg. Three kinds of, <laughs> three kinds of YouTubers, Merit. Yeah, Charborg, <laughs> uh, has done, did a video called, like, Animal Cops, where um, he was like, that might have been GTA Five. I don't know. Um, but yeah, he's like a dog who like it tries to solve crimes because you can just like become a dog in that game now. I that's, guess that's that's a big mod in uh, GTA Five is like just replacing your human character model with like a duck or a whale or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a pretty good one. I, I gotta admit, yeah, the mod scene for that game seems out of this world. Oh yeah, yeah. But also, um, I played I played Saints Row um, the Third uh, like six years ago, which, which feels like is is a funnier game that also feels better in my hands. And they they just worked all the mods into the fiction of that world. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think probably Saints Row games ruined me for GTA games because they're yeah better yeah. <laughs> you, um, in, in pretty much every respect. In Saints Row 3, I'm like, I'm half replaying through that game right now because it, it's backwards compatible now oh, nice. on the Xbox. When you get, you can't just get in cars in that game. No. Nope. <laughs> car Your character stops. refuses. You always have to fucking dive through a window. <laughs> Every single time. Like the car can be parked and you're just like, all right. <laughs> From a standstill, you will go 180 degrees to get your mm-hmm. body through the window. Yeah. God. Oh my God. Rules. Also, like all, there are no normal melees either. Every yep. single one is a is a WWE style yep. finisher. Yeah, yeah it's um, so good. Like you could just RKO people off of building. It rules. <laughs> I I will never forget it's the time so that. Good. 
I will never forget the time I played co-op in that game for the first time, and you do the thing that you do in all of those games that have co-op, which is, like, you start driving, and your friend says, hold on, Mm -hmm. I'm gonna get on the roof and see how long I can stand on the roof, and if the game will kick me off. Mm -hmm. And not only does the Saints Row the Third not kick you off, it has Uh a Tony Hawk-style grind trick system for you to do handstands on the top of the car! (laughs) It rules. Yeah, they're basically, we know what people want to do. We People just want to fuck around and be idiots with each other, so, like, we're gonna enable that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I it miss was. those games. I miss those games so much. They should make more. Yeah. And, yeah. It's Agents bad. of Mayhem did not scratch yeah, that. I don't know itch. what that is. I refuse to acknowledge. Uh, I yeah. reviewed that game. It's um. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry about that. One. Uh-huh. I feel um. I feel like the, apparently there's a Saints Row movie coming. That's it's never gonna happen. No. Seems um, one of them. Fake. It's a. It'll but. be a Netflix eight episode series in five years. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey Netflix, renew Tuka and Birdie. Anyway, hey, yeah, yeah. For real. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, to be real though, I could see the Saints Row series working if they got like, um, if they just played it as like a reality show. Oh. If it was like a fake reality show where everyone was just screaming in Italian, like not in Italian, like <laughs> the language, but like the kind of mode of being um the whole time at each other like uh wait who am i thinking shandy um wait current shandy or past shandy oh yeah (laughs) which which timeline of shandy (laughs) yeah i mean present timeline shandy could be played by um what's her name oh yeah fun shandy future shandy present shandy um Oh, is past that's... is past Shandy just Fergie? Uh, hmm. She has hmm. dreads at one point. Uh, I feel like Jenny Slate could do Shandy, possibly. Jenny Slate could do Shandy. Jenny Slate, googling Jenny Slate. Okay. You know who she is. I probably have. Like, her face looks familiar. I don't know names worth a shit. She's in the Secret Life of Pets too as Gidget. Oh. Keith David is in this game as Keith as him, David. As himself, he's in the yeah. Fourth one. And he's the only character that you can't sleep with in Saints yeah. Row 4. Yeah. And, and the whole thing is, and he's just, like, your character's just super respectful of that. And, like, he's just, like, yeah. and he's just, like, cool about it. He's just, like, like Keith David's just like, I'm sorry, I'm just not into you. And your character's just like, all right. <sighs> I'll go have sex with the robot orb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, like, that is programmed for all the things that Data did and more. That's a, that's a Star Trek joke for you. Uh, Nikki, uh, Picard's coming out. Picard is coming out. Oh yeah, that trailer—I don't know—that trailer didn't do a whole lot for me. I actually haven't watched it yet. I probably will watch that show when it comes out. But they're bringing back all the there's people. There's a scene. There's a scene where um, there's a dude in body parts, but he's in a box. Is mm-hmm. what? Oh, it, data. Yes, 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 yes. Because the like the whole there was a there was a whole stuff. They're definitely it's weird to me, Merritt. Like you might know what I'm talking about. I don't know how much you followed the movies. Um, uh, I've seen like a few of them. Okay, did you watch Nemesis? Uh, that's the one where they make a, a Picard clone. Yeah, it's fucking Bane is a Picard clone. Yeah, he's like an infant Picard, um, and also an infant Tom Hardy because he looks like he weighs ninety pounds in that movie. It's weird. Yeah. Um. Yeah, uh, and it, Data dies at the end of that movie, basically. Um, oh, yeah. And 
It's just it, and like that is that movie's like reviled. Everybody hates Nemesis. It's like the basically yeah, the movie that bad. like it's basically the movie that almost tanked the Star Trek franchise for like uh, more than like about a decade. Right. Um, and the Picard the series is like taking all of that stuff into account, and it seems like it's oh making God. it like a major part of that universe. And I'm just like. Why? I, yeah, like, why just not just, like... it didn't happen. Or say, like, yeah, it sure was fucked up, all that, that stuff happened, but we we figured, we completely fixed but everything, everything that, that happened. Everything went back to normal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, like... It was, the, it was it, the gas leak year. Yeah. Is that <laughs> how... Okay, because... <laughs> I know, like, because um, for a while, Brent Spiner was like, oh, I don't think Data could ever come back because, you know, he wouldn't look older, and, like, I right. do. But it was, like... Tata would obviously just like install some or like do aging modifications on himself because he wants to be human. Like, right. He's like, the bicentennial I, man. I've seen that movie. Yeah. So like, um, so are, are they trying to make him look young? He looks young. He... he looks like data. That's weird. It is weird. It's super weird. Are to they look doing at, CG youngening effect it, on him? It's not super clear to me, to my eyes. I feel like CG youngening technology has gotten good enough now where I don't usually I can't usually tell like uh, the the Rogue One Princess Leia stuff like freaked me the fuck out let me just tell you um, yeah but because yeah. uh, it, it, it does not look it, it's maybe it's maybe that and like just and prosthetics mixed together which I think is usually what works the best but uh, yeah. I couldn't tell the difference okay I think oh my god um, I think they do with your eyes um yeah, I think they are probably going to do some of that. I am seeing what Data looks like, and it's a little unsettling. It's weird, um, right? I mean, if they cake enough, you know, makeup on him, I guess that'll hide a lot. But like, yeah, but but also, Brent Spiner's just a little bit like whatever. He, man is man is put in his dues. He's a little bit older now. He's just a heavier guy than he was back then. Yeah, uh, and you can no, see yeah, it, his it, face it, has sort of like flattened and widened over yeah, time. Yeah, and. Um, and you can definitely see it on data here. Yeah. It's no, flatter it's, than before. But yeah, I mean, like, why so data flatter. could totally just be like, oh, I just wanted to make myself look older to see what that would be like. You know um, what? Like, I could totally also see it being like th- three episodes into this show that they just do that. This is like, I don't want to be in this makeup as much. <laughs> so, yeah. Hi, hello, um, I'm Red Spider. Also, I love how it's like, oh, uh, data is like the future. He's like, he has a brain that is basically like a human brain, but his skin can't he can't have skin that looks like people no that'd be ridiculous come on uh that's we don't have that technology also yeah because he in the past had said that he wouldn't he wouldn't do it because of the age thing and and so did john delancey um i don't know if wait is john delancey dead no john delancey is in like every he's in every sci-fi video game you've played in the last 10 years okay cool he's doing a lot of voice acting yeah and i i don't they haven't announced that he's He's doing it. Um, no, they haven't. They've but, uh, they've they have said Jonathan Frakes, Marina Sirtis, and spoilers for the end of the trailer. Uh, Seven of Nine is in that trailer. Oh yeah, no, yeah. Fan, fan with podcast, um, a friend of the show, uh, Jerry Ryan, who we definitely talked about like two episodes ago <laughs> in a very different context. Um, yeah, she's at the very end. Oh my end. god, John Delancey is like one of those he's like a secular humanist which like whatever fine but like as someone who was involved with um some of that stuff like a decade ago Mm. he uh 
I don't tell me I something. Don't, I don't mm. want to learn anything more about him because there's a yeah. section in his Wikipedia that's his beliefs in activism, and he's like, he's basically just like, all the books are written by people, so like, don't if you believe in me as a god, I'm gonna lead you to bigotry and ignorance, and like, okay. Merit, I, mean, I don't want to hear anything else about John Delancey because I cannot have John Delancey ruined for me. Please do not. Also, I may have just called him John Delaney, which I apologize. <laughs> I apologize profusely for. Uh, he is uh, John Delaney is, uh, of course, uh, the Democratic uh, uh, presidential hopeful who, who is, is no longer with us. Uh, fucking joke. Yeah, who who now lives in a trash can and who has, has been just, has who has been fucking since. killed as we predicted. Hey, yo, he got a sea break support fire tournament. Yeah, no, he yo. was uh, annihilated on stage. Um, and uh, why are you? That's why. This have is, you, why, have <laughs> why you did you? Where did you find this picture of old data? Picture of a cartoon Joe Biden that was posted by NBC Politics. That looks like Joe a Biden. fucking pervert. It's, it looks like what Joe Biden is on the inside. It's a fucking <laughs> gremlin pervert monster factory mistake. Oh my god, it really is a monster factory. This is like, a monster factory nut thumbnail. That's what this is. Yeah, he looks like he looks like the like the 4chan meme version of an image of Joseph Biden. Oh god. Jesus. Granted, I, I, that, I had to show you that because I saw it with my the, eyes. The Joe Biden, or should I say Joe Gaiden, in um in our tournament, <laughs> most of those characters, like so, for people who don't know what I'm talking about, um, <laughs> there might uh, be a few of you. Fanbite contributor Eric Thurm and I uh, did a uh, Democratic nominee tournament in Super Smash Bros. Uh, like a month or two ago, and that's up on our YouTube if you want to watch that. But Basically, like, we had to make all the candidates, and most of them, like, took us, like, a lot of time to, like, pour over pictures and try to translate that to a me. Cory Booker was really hard because, like, it just wasn't working. And then we finally got his, like, surprised face, and then it kind of settled in. But yeah. Joe Biden, I mostly did from memory, uh, which is kind of upsetting because it's a very good Joe Biden. And you don't want to have such a clear memory of Joe Biden. You That's don't the want other to, problem. because because the thing about that is if you do if he if you do have him in your mind's eye, he can also see you. Right. Um, <laughs> and you want to avoid that. Right. Boy. Oh my god. Uh, I've also think... been playing this really cool AR game called IKEA Place, um, which is the IKEA. A furniture store has an app where you can pick furniture and then they've just taken pictures of literally everything that they sell and then you can put it in your room so you can see how big it is oh yeah i saw that i feel like i read about that like a couple years ago like isn't it like incredibly advanced like yeah it's so cool yeah my immediate gut reaction there was to just say something snarky but honestly that sounds dope (laughs) like it's like like pokemon go but useful yeah (laughs) yeah um, so I, I, did, I determined that a lot of the chairs I was looking at um, weren't actually as big as I thought they were. Mm. And did y'all know that couches are big? Yeah, I have one. They tend yeah. to be. So, They're heavy. They're yeah, hard to get through That's what doors. I found out. Especially if you live on the third floor mm-hmm. in a building with no elevator. Uh-huh. I'm super excited to move this week. <laughs> <laughs> are you, uh, does the place you're moving into, like, have... 
Like what? Like what's what's your situation? Are you like, um, hey, Nick, could you just share your address, your home mailing? Yeah, address sure. So listeners? I live at um, uh, forty two. What's that one? You know, the one Wallaby? two three Fake Street. Uh huh. Yeah, that's my address. Um, yeah, it's a it's a weird. So Los Angeles's uh, house situation is all over the place on account of the fact that it is it goes on for forever. Right. Um, so the neighborhood I'm moving into is the part where they were like, but what if we just built Spanish style houses? Um, so it's that except in its apartment building. Um, so all of the rooms are like strangely round in a way that like is weird. Um, it's like, it's like they all are squircles. They're all what? Um, squircles. Squirkles. Is that yeah, a, like a square circles? Oh, okay. Like like the squared circle. So, you know, like lots of turnbuckles. Um, yeah, like uh-huh. a microphone comes well, down from the ceiling. It's, tra- it's really, yeah, it's really weird. Um, as soon as I will walk in the door on uh, on Saturday, I will just get RKO'd. Right, uh huh. The boss uh, from Saints Row a, just comes welcome. out of nowhere. <laughs> um, but yeah, we have to figure out how to get a couch up some stairs. It's gonna be yeah. Great. Have fun with that. That's a thing I hated Thanks. doing in my apartment, and it's one of the reasons I haven't moved. <laughs> I don't want to deal with it. Listen, if you just stay there forever, you know what? Not exactly. You know what? Like my place is kind of not uh, my my place is kind of a dump, but also my landlord never, literally, never speaks to me, never bothers me, and only like like the my only interaction with him is he has like a a website set up where I can like put in a request to get something fixed and then he will just that way he doesn't have to like interact with me at all he will just send somebody else to come fix it uh immediately and it's like really good and you know that is an arrangement I am okay with altogether <laughs> um, but are you excited though like are you actually like I am cool I'm like moving I I like I'm a child um, and the more I, like, talk about this in relation to the other people that I work with who are not children, um, I'm like, oh, I feel like this is, like, not cool. But I'm just kind of excited to move out of my parents' house. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, whatever. This is, like, this is a step on the road to adulthood, and to, you know, for some yeah. people. You know? I'm free. Like Dobby. Yeah. I'm free to <laughs> die in a different house now. <laughs> I was going to say, somebody fucking... Yeah, we when we went to E3, I thought it was weird how somebody threw a sock at your head, but now I understand. <laughs> That's why. Oh, boy. Um, I think we're probably winding down, unless anybody has anything major, any other major life things that they want to talk about. No, I mean, I'm playing Destiny, an and I got a... Oh, we um, did get an email. Yeah, we got an email. We should do that. Um, uh, you want to talk about Destiny while I pull up that email? Uh, yeah. Yeah, real quick. I'm uh, Solstice of Heroes strapped, uh, which is cool. You get fancy armor, which actually looks dope as hell. So I'm excited to get that. Uh, the most exciting thing about Destiny for me, did I talk about this last week, about the raids? Had I Had I already done that? Uh, I, I don't think, think so. No, you talked to us on like a, one of our meetings, but I don't think we talked about it on the show. So basically, I had been trying to do the Crown of Sorrows raid, which is like the newest one uh, for like two weeks. And I was stuck on the last part and I kept doing it with different LFG groups and like just someone always fucked up. And like I basically had it down, but like there's always that the X factor, if you will, of like the other people on your team. (laughs) Then one night I joined this group and um, we got it the first try after I joined. And I was like, fuck, yeah. 
And then they were like, oh, hey, do you want to like run Scourge of the Past? And I was like, uh, okay. I mean, I don't really know what to do. And they're like, no, no, that's fine. Like, you'll do the easy part and we'll tell you what to do and don't worry about it. And I was like, okay, yeah, that sounds great. So we beat that in like an hour and it was like fun as hell. Um, hell yeah. And then they're like, oh, do you want to just do Last Wish to like finish off? Because like for the Moments of Triumph thing that's going around right now, you have to do those three raids. And I was like, when am I ever going to do these? But yeah, you can, um, with the Last Wish, there's like a system in it where you can skip ahead to different parts of the raid through this like wall that you can input different codes on like a fucking game genie huh <laughs> or actually it's more like an old Mega Man save system where there's like faces of different people huh there. uh yeah it's pretty cool and so we skipped to Riven who is the boss who is an Ahamkara which is like this huge worm monster that a grants wish wishes dragon. yeah so yeah a wish dragon um wait is this big worm monster different from the big worm monster <laughs> that you kill in the strike yeah it is yeah zol is different. a hive god who frankly oh. is easier to kill than an ahamkara which is weird although zol i think is the weakest um so zol is a hive god they're like the gods of the darkness basically um and then an ahamkara they're like yeah, weird, amoral kind of wish dragons. And this one was, like, kind of um, uh, Queen Mara's, like, friend, pet, something. Yeah. Uh, and then it got taken. Um, by so Oryx or by somebody else? Uh, I don't remember, because Oryx is dead, right? Supposedly, but who fucking... Like, Oryx's whole thing is that Oryx likes to die so that Oryx can come back to life even stronger, but then you killed yeah. Oryx in his, like, in his sword world or, or something yeah. like that? Yeah, uh. his... Yeah. Um, no, yeah. Uh, Riven, she was taken by um, by Oryx at some point, and then you have to kill her. She's the boss. And, like, normally that fight is, like, very complicated. She has, like... 15 or like 12 eyes and like the fight is happening in like two separate rooms with two groups and one group has to like tell the other group which eyes to shoot and if you shoot the wrong one uh she wipes your entire uh wow. team huh. but i'm looking i'm looking now this is wow. yeah she so looks fucking wild oh no i guess this, she's not really a worm she's like more of like a big dog because she has she's... like hands and tentacles and stuff yeah, she's um, kind of like, like dogs worm. have the ears Mouth? are the worst. The part. ears are really Mouth? weird. I don't really understand them. They're, they're not um, even ears. They're like really big bony eyelids that open up yeah. and look like dog ears. Oh, yeah, I thought they were arms at first upsetting. that were just folded. But um, so there's a trick though, where instead of doing the fight like a normal person, you run into the room, see if Riven is there. If she's not. Then you go exit the room and go to a little spot on the map where, um, for some reason, you know how when you go outside of the map in Destiny, it's like turn back or like yeah, um, if your yeah. if your teammate gets too far ahead of you, it's like returning you to your team in three, two, one. It does that, but like even if all of you are basically in the same place, and then drops you back to the beginning, um, and then you go into the other room where she is guaranteed to be, and if you do enough damage to her before a certain amount of time you can one like one phase her without having to do any of the mechanics or anything so basically right, if you have the right weapons and the right supers and stuff you just like blast everything you have into her mouth and she dies <laughs> although then you have to run up inside her guts yeah and grab her just... heart 
And then her heart tries to send you to hell. Um, okay, good. I missed that part. Like, destiny. Literally, during that fight, um, someone is chosen at random, and like they have to grab the heart and start running, and there's like a field around it that protects your teammates and gradually gets smaller, and after a certain amount of time, you are sucked into the heart, which is basically looks like hell, and then someone else has to do it, and the people who are in hell have to do something else. It's like very... It's a lot, but we did that too. So I did all three raids in one night, and um, it was like good as hell. Sounds like a Destiny raid to, to me, from what yeah. I'm, from what I'm yeah. understanding. Which is to say, like, it's awesome. It's great. It's just the part about the Destiny raids that I've never liked is is where you have to get six people to all who all know the mechanics and yada yada. But yeah. Like, when you actually do that shit, oh, it's so yeah. Good. No, it's so good when you actually have people who do. Um, so yeah, I'm pretty close to the getting that, which hopefully will you know make me feel like a complete person. Right, um, it finally will. That's, because why you know that's why else would I be well, doing it? That's what it? you were put on this earth for. <laughs> yeah, it's not like I'm going to feel a hollow sense of nothing when I get that title under my name. Uh, probably no, because yeah. uh-huh. Luke Luke put it there to complete people. Right? Luke put it there, yeah, because he cares. Um, Luke so that's is the great basically. Uniter. He's like my destiny story. He's like we know By you don't like going outside, Mary so Kay, like we gave you something to do nine. inside. That's how I spent my summer vacation. Okay. <laughs> uh, so far, do we even do we even email? We do have an email. I got it pulled up right here uh, a second ago. I, this one is uh, I don't see anything that says they want to remain anonymous. So I'm going to say it's from Chris, uh, who might have emailed us before. I think actually, uh, they began by saying hi, biters? Uh, question mark. It's been, uh, it feels like it's been a hot minute since I've experienced any really interesting walking simulators in games recently. Gone Home, Inner Circle, and Dear Esther are pinnacles of form to me, but those are all relatively old. Where did all of the walking sims go? Only moderately related, what are your favorite storytelling moments in games in the past few years? Thanks, Chris from Toronto. Huh. Um... Uh, to, I was about to say Toronto, which is not the name of that game. The name of the game is Tacoma. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. Uh, it's in Game Pass. I think I like Gone Home more. Um, that's from the same from the same team. But if you haven't played Tacoma, it's a good one of those. Um, I guess I was about to, like when I when we got this email. Part of my brain was like, well. The Outer, Outer Wilds is is a walking simulator, but then, like, part of my brain forgot the whole part where you fly a spaceship. So if I you guess, ignore that part... Yeah. For like, the, for the most part, part, yeah. Um, there's no, like, combat or anything. Yeah. No, like, outside of the part where you fly the ship, uh, which is a huge component, it is just walking around and exploring and kind of just interacting with things. Like, reading stuff, um, kind of like you would yeah, do in a Yeah, to build that story out. Um, y'all should play that game. I've, I've, I haven't beaten it yet, but I played a large chunk of it. You should finish it. I know, I know, I know. I just, I got to a part of that game. I was talking about this with, uh, uh, Stephen Mesner from PC Gamer when I was in, uh, Toronto for, uh, Tenocon, but we were talking about it a whole bunch while we were there, and we, um... Or the the thing I kind of came, the conclusion I kind of came to is that I was reaching a point in that game where it was expecting the puzzles were expecting just enough out of me that it was just like becoming like that it was impeding my progress and finding out what was going on next and the thing that I was enjoying the most about that game was just finding out what was going on next not necessarily right. the part where I was like solving the quantum puzzles and it's just like 
it just was enough to push me away where it was like just, like every time I think about going back to it I'm just like I gotta am I even gonna remember how to do any of that stuff that they taught me like am I gonna have to restart from the beginning at this point like is it going to like blah 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 like that's been the kind of the big breaking point for me so far but you know yeah, I do mean yeah. to get back to it when I can uh, Mara, how about you? Anything jump to mind? I'll be honest. I haven't really played a lot of games like this in the last few years. Um, I have a problem where I feel like I used to play games that were narratively rich and that I guess were the equivalent of like uh, eating well and like mm-hmm. uh, exercising and like uh, Part of a living, balanced, a, he- living a healthy dialogue. life. Yeah. Um, and at some point, I stopped playing games for a while. This is like years ago. And then now I feel like I'm in a place where I only play brain rotting mechanics, like gritty focused uh, live games, which uh, is, I don't know. I guess what it for me right now is, is that I like games for certain reasons. And yeah. uh, typically, when it comes to narrative, I like fiction and uh, like television and film a lot more lately. I'm watching a lot more movies than I ever have in my life, and uh, I still think that you know games really struggle a lot with some of that stuff. And obviously, things are like improving, and and uh, people are doing cool new stuff. But I also just don't have the time to like you know, be deep in like the itch EO right. minds of like yeah. content. Um, so yeah. And uh, yeah, cause unfortunately um, our, uh, you know, fan bite, we mostly focus on uh, live games and, and bigger titles. I haven't had much time, but I will say if uh, an old friend of mine, Connor Sherlock um, uh, has made some pretty cool ones uh, in the last few years. He made one with a title that's like basically impossible to say. Um, it was like, well, the title is like "The Rapture is Here and You Will Be Forcibly Removed oh, from Your Home," yeah. but it was like "Trihewabifer." It was like it was because it was like an acronym because it was shorter, but it was just like, "Oh man, this is sucks to say." But I know he does a he's like very dedicated to the walking simulator concept, and um, that's basically his jam. His like whole jam at this point is he makes these like weird spaces in unity and it's just like hey like enjoy have fun wandering around this stuff um and i think he's very good at that so i would check his stuff out if you haven't um and uh yeah other than that yeah he has like a a walking simulator a month club uh which is is kind of fun so yeah those are like very lo-fi kinds of things um but yeah, I feel like that's a very disappointing answer. But that's where I'm at right now. Yeah, I mean, yes, you're like I th- I really seize on your your comment there about like yeah, um, itch.io and stuff like that. Like that stuff is happening. I think it's just like largely not. I, there's there's a couple of different um, angles to this. I think like that blend both you and Nikki um, like your experiences into one thing, which is that like a lot of the people who are making sort of like low bud low ish budget to mid ish budget. Uh, walking simulators are still doing that, but like walking simulators have started to evolve to include a lot more things besides walking because a lot of the 
companies that made those games you know, let, and had early successes like your yeah. Fulbrights um, like got you know had a lot of money got the, that came in off of those and were able to increase the scope a lot so you go from Gone Home to Tacoma which Tacoma is yes it's a walking simulator in somewhat the vein of a, of a Gone Home but it's got like a lot more mechanical heavy puzzle stuff going on um, the other one that jumps to mind immediately that I really liked a lot uh, is um, Return of the Obra Dinn um, oh yeah, that I want to play recently. that game so bad. It's I love that game pretty dearly. That's a very very good game. It's a game that I don't think has a particularly interesting story. If you were to just like roll unroll it, lift the scroll of what that story, what is going on in that story in a linear fashion, it's not particularly like um, you know moving, but. The way that it is presented and the, the 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 way that you kind of untangle it over time um, make it much more interesting. Is much more interesting. It is, I think, in the way that a lot of people talk about how only a video game could do blah blah blah. Like as much as I kind of like usually kind of recoil at that uh, <laughs> that sort of video games exceptionalism kind of uh, statement sometimes. Like I think this is definitely a game that's just like it, it's maybe not something that only a video game could do, but it is a thing that I think is better because it was being told as a video game rather than was being told as a, you know, basic linear narrative. Uh, it's kind of a mystery game. Uh, it's a little bit more on the expensive side, Chris, so if that's something you're looking for, like, if that's a factor for you, you know, or for anybody out there who's interested in these sort of things. Oh, I just remembered. Um, probably my favorite game in this whole genre, in, like, the classical mode, I guess. Because, like, for me, like, this sort of genre of walking simulator... Um, and I could be totally wrong about this as someone who hasn't kept up with like smaller scenes, but I feel like it peaked in like the, like five to six years ago is when we were getting like a ton. Um, and one game that came out at that time was by, uh, Stephen Lavelle, who did, um, the sausage game. Oh, Uh, Stephen Sausage Roll? Uh, yeah, Stephen Sausage Roll. Um. So he did a game called Slave of God, which if you have epilepsy, like, please, please do not play. Um, But because basically every surface is flashing constantly. Um, But it is a really cool uh, little experience about kind of like being in a club. And it's one of the most visually striking games I've ever played. And I think one of the most like emotive as well. Uh, And it doesn't have any dialogue or anything. It's just... um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I can't even really say uh, <laughs> that much more about it. It's just like fucking wild. Okay. Um, and I would say I totally play it. Cool. Yeah. Uh, as far as like other just actual suggestions go, I don't know if folks are. It's weird because like I am. I was just talking about this in Slack a minute ago um, about how like I just do not like. I I've a I've a really sensitive towards like comedy that is very much like that is violent or or like about like people dying and you know being killed and stuff like that. Like it's just wigs me out in a way that yeah, I'm just not sure for. Um, more than anything, the, the reason I do not like to watch Rick and Morty is because it is just like how many people, like how many oh, people sure. just die on that show. But yeah. uh, I do like horror games a lot for some reason. I don't have that same problem when it comes to games a lot of the time. Um, and in the horror game kind of circle, uh, it's a, actually it's an itch uh, product, for, you know, or it's available on itch uh, by Kitty Horror Show Anatomy. Kitty Horror Show kind of does a lot of things like this that are just kind of more like walking simulators uh-huh. that are more. 
visual experiences than anything else. There's not like, often a ton of story or, or not right. a lot of like you know coherent story anyway. But uh, I think Anatomy is an extremely good one of those. It's very PT-like with a very similar mm-hmm. kind of... Um, you're walking through a house and then the house starts repeating back in on itself but changing slightly over time uh, oh. kind of thing going on. Um, and another similar thing that it's like the game is only like five minutes long um, but it's free as well I believe and it is on Steam is September 1999 um, I think it's a very good atmospheric moody kind of uh, horror walking simulator-y thing and yeah those are the ones that definitely jumped to mind it's not quite the same thing I, I very briefly mentioned this I think like on last week's episode but um, it's kind of it kind of walks a line between visual novel and walking simulator, but device six by Samogo. Um, oh is, yeah. Yeah. It's a super cool game. Have you heard of this? Do you know about this? Uh, yeah. No, I remember hearing about it when it came out. Yeah. If that's, that's like a game that is like, it's, it's like you're reading a ebook, right? That's like, you're like, if you, you play it on your phone or on, a, or on a tablet and like you're reading like a page of a book and then the last line of the page just goes off screen. So you like, swipe left or, or swipe right or whatever and it like the, the words keep on going and as you swipe in that direction to keep reading what the action is you start hearing sound effects that match whatever action is going on and then mm-hmm. like you get to different branching points where it's like uh, like it'll just be like literally the words she went left or she went right and you either swept, swipe left to go left or right to go right and you're exploring this like weird like psychedelic um, 1960s like prisoner compound like the show The Prisoner um, with Roger Moore uh, it's got yeah. a very got very much got that vibe to it it's got very cool music and some interesting puzzles I love 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 that game uh, the same company that did that made another 2D game that is probably more traditionally like a point and click adventure game called Year Walk uh, which is pretty good uh, yeah those are the, definitely the ones that jump to mind uh, cool. Just as as pure recommendations. As for favorite storytelling moments in games in the past year, in the mm. last couple of years, I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, when, it's hard to say when... in games, but like, I'm really into the Destiny story stuff right now. Because mm. like, and the reason yeah. I say it's hard to say is because like, a lot of it is just like in text dumps, but like, the text dumps are done in a much better way than they are in a game like Skyrim. But, uh, like, the, the storyline of Destiny 2, the game, is very boring. And the storyline of Forsaken is pretty boring, too. Um, but, like, all the incidental stuff is, like, very good. Like, I just... Do you, do you know Ada, uh, Ada 5, the, like, Black Armory robot? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know how she, like, hates Guardians and is, like, really rude to you and stuff? For, like, five mm-hmm. minutes, and she's like, all right, now go get these cool guns. <laughs> Well, she still kind of is, like, contemptuous. Do you know why? No. Uh, so, during the collapse hundreds of years ago, she was a human girl who was critically injured by a creature of darkness, and her mother placed her consciousness inside of an experimental exo-body, and then her mother and all her family were killed by uh, Risen, which are, like, proto-guardians. Right. Uh, like they just murdered her whole family, and so she, understandably, doesn't like guardians. Um, and it's like there's so much cool stuff like that, and the storytelling is so good, but it's like not in the game. No, I mean, famously in Destiny One, the big thing that everybody loved was the Books of Sorrow, and those things are dope. Like the those... Books of Sorrow are so good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
the, like, like the, uh, reading about like how the hive came to be because like you see the hive like when I saw the hive at first I'm like oh this is a a zerg tyranid thing flood they're a flood they're yeah. a flood they're super not a flood no they're like a hyper religious society where everyone has to tithe some of their kills to like the next higher up in order to satisfy these ancient worm gods that three alien sisters, one of whom became a dude made a pact with to save their people. And now they just kind of like have to roam the galaxy feeding these worms or they'll die. Yep. And they have a whole philosophy that if you believe in it enough, lets you do magic. Sword logic. I think is that what that's called? Sword logic. Yep. Which is like such a good name for a thing. It's basically just social Darwinism, but... Um, but that's why they're the bad guys. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Um, yeah, I don't know. What about y'all? Storytelling moments? Hmm. Hmm. Nikki, I feel like it, if, <laughs> there's, you probably can think of a couple of things from Outer Wilds, but those would maybe be spoilers. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah, we should probably um, not talk about those yet. I don't know. No. Um, I'm trying to... What video games have I played... Yeah, what what games came out ever? What are video games? Video games. I'm trying to think. I was I was thinking about this um, when I started up Fire Emblem. I haven't seen credits in a game in a long time. Mm, mm-hmm. By which I mean, like, gotten to the end of the game, and then the game is like, well, that was what we that we made this anyway. Here's the credits, and then we'll put you back in. But I haven't, like, seen credits on a game in a minute. Right. Um, so, like, I don't know. Ooh. Speaking of credits, actually, that makes does make me think of, I think, like, a game that is just chock full of best moments of the last few years, which is Nier Automata. Which has some, some truly, truly wild stuff that it does with its end credits and that helps mm. tell the story of that game. Right. I don't know if either of you guys have played this game. I have. I, I have not, but oh. I know much about it. I don't even know if I... I mean, the game came out in 2017. I probably shouldn't say too much about it for fear of spoiling I it. I mean, but like, I don't care, but maybe listeners care. I don't if, know. If if people uh, if people don't want to like hear... I we're well past the statute of limitations. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I think we're past the statute, uh, but I am going to say, if people don't want to hear this, skip ahead like two minutes. I'm, I'm going to try to be brief, because there's just too much to go over if I go over the entire game. But spoilers for Nier Automata. Like... In that game, like, kind of, uh, the, the final thing that happens, or uh, if you get to, the, like, the final ending, like, the game, quote-unquote, has five different endings, but it's really just, like, you play the game, you play through the game twice, and then, uh, the next three endings are just really just new chapters. They just phrase it in a very weird way. Uh, and the game ends up ending with, like, um, you having to, um, basically fight against the end credits, uh, in a, like, little, um, Galaga-style, like, spaceship, and it becomes a shooter where all the end credit like names are names that you have to like blow away, and uh, the what it kind of eventually becomes the clear is happening is that you are getting shot at by the credits and stuff like that. And it becomes un- impossible to fight back against them. But then other little ships with other like PSN names start like populating on the screen and oh helping my you God. out. Uh, and they start helping you shoot them away and giving you shields that protect you from from the credits or whatever uh, and cuts it away and uh, the end of the so you're able to finally fight your way through the credits and survive meanwhile this entire thing as this is all happening the game is like telling you like hey do you want to give up because you you died over and over again do you want to give up is this the end like are you are you done now like I 
because you're not going to be able to beat this. You're not going to be able to beat this. You're not going to be able to beat this over and over again. And then if you just stick with it, it eventually like comes to, to light that's like, okay, like you can do this. You can get through all the way through this, but you have to make a choice. You have to choose to delete your entire save file and like every like uh, thing you've done throughout this entire game to send one of your little ships to somebody else to help them oh, get through the end credits. My God. <laughs> and that's the only way that you're allowed to see the final cutscene of the game too. So you have to make it, you have to make the choice. Do you lose all of your progress, uh, everything you've done, done or, and, and helps and help other people like work it together as a society. Or do you, like, you know, not, you know, do you, do you selfishly keep the, what is yours gamer? Uh, and of course I did that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes yeah totally 100 percent um and then you know that that yeah it's a, it's a really neat thing it's like ties into some of the themes of the game that are going on throughout that thing like that game is just full of like robots trying to emulate human society and but like mm -hmm. because they're weird like puppets or whatever they're just doing things that humans do and mm -hmm. the whole game is just trying to show you like how ridiculous a lot of like human ideas are <laughs> because like yeah it's not so fucking like regal or noble or beloved you know easy to like look at when it's like this weird sort of like uh, i don't know like sesame street made puppet made out of metal doing it is it um and yeah that game is just so good but uh, that's definitely a cool moment. I, I like the moment in... This is just a huge spoiler, again, for a different game that came out in 2015. Uh, at the end of The Phantom Pain, Metal Gear Solid, since you brought it up, Nikki, uh, I, I love... I'm just a sucker for, like, the dumb bullshit of how everything in the Metal Gear Solid universe ties together, but then doesn't actually resolve itself. Mm -hmm. I love that that... You know, whatever, there's so much baggage around, like, why that happened, but, like, I don't give a shit. I love that it nothing, like, I love that there's such an open-ended cliffhanger in that game that just will never see an answer, a satisfying answer to. Uh, but the moment where you realize that um, the ending of Metal Gear Solid Five is the beginning of Metal Gear Solid 1, or of Metal Gear 1, the, like, NES game, is very mm -hmm. good. The, like, Operation Intrude and 133 or whatever. Uh, I thought that was very dumb and fun in a, in a way. Well, yeah. Uh, those are the ones that definitely jumped to mind in, like, the last couple of years. Uh, there's a lot of, like, storytelling moments that I like, but I don't know that there are a ton that just, like, like had a huge impact on me in the same way that, like, a lot of the stuff in Nier do does did. Um, you know? Like, I like the story of a couple of different, R you know, RPGs I've played and such, but yeah. I guess, okay, the other big one, and then maybe we can <clears throat> wrap up, wrap is... Up. Um, uh, I only played Breath of the Wild last year, mm. so that, just, like, the world in that game, I feel like was such good storytelling, and, like, yeah, it was obviously designed to, like, play on nostalgia, but it did it in a really good way of just, like, yeah. you, like, you load into this world, and, like, one of the first things you can visit is the Temple of Time, and it's just completely fucked, Yeah, and you're just like, oh my god, like, this is wow it's just it has this real feeling of like weight and everything to it if you are someone who had played those games like you know 20 years ago right um and so while the actual narrative of that game wasn't as interesting as i think it could have been in a lot of ways that wasn't really the point to me um just like the whole like the the world in terms of like the the temple and then like the lost woods and everything um 
it was a lot more like environmental storytelling, I think. Yeah. But there were yeah. definitely moments in the game where I was like, oh, whoa. That, oh, my God. Like when you get to Hyrule Field and it's just covered in those like dead robots like all over the yeah. place. Like that's so cool. Or like the castle and it just becomes, it's like as ominous as uh, the first time you went into the future and went to Castle Town yeah. in Ocarina of Time. Yeah. That stuff yeah. is cool. Any, any, anything else you want to add, Nikki, or should we wrap this up? I was going to say, like, we're all going to, like, get off this call and immediately remember 17 things. It's fine. This is how, this is how podcasts work. It's always how it goes. But anyway, uh, I just want to say thank you to everybody who uh, tuned in with us this week for another installment of Fan with the Fanbyte podcast for... It's the last day of August, or of, of, of July. It'll be, July. it'll be August tomorrow. Jesus Christ. Uh, oh, my God. That's another... Oh, boy. The... So Google, you don't need after to you look yell. up Jordan, you don't need to yell. Okay? <laughs> you don't need to yell. Don't uh, swear. God. I'm sorry. Basically, basically, my stand has a rule that says that I can only stop time. For, my stand has a rule that says that one person can't stop all the time. <laughs> You have to share the stop time. This joke is for four and a half people, Merritt. <laughs> yeah, sorry. but I feel like those four people absolutely listen to our podcast. So. You know what? That's completely You're fair. Welcome. Also, one You're of them welcome. is not on this podcast. Nikki, you probably have no idea. Just laugh. Yeah, that's what I do. Just laugh along. And listeners, thank you for laughing along with us. Uh, I have been Stephen Strum. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and laugh along with my many great goofs. I like about how Felix from Fire Emblem is a himbo. Uh, wow. Yeah. Uh, Wait, did you know that we have the number one rank for himbos on YouTube? You cut out at the, at the important part of there with the number one rank for what? Uh, himbos. Oh, yeah, we do, don't we? we? Because of that video I did, like... Uh, like earlier this year about dead or alive himbos. Um, We have like the number one ranking video for himbos on YouTube. That's a super good video too. I love that video. Representation. Yeah. uh Mine was more like a, here's the, okay. I know what I'm saying. We're wrapping up, but this is the line that Felix says as uh, in Fire Emblem during his support conversation. He says, my mind is emptied of all but the thrill of the challenge. And uh, my, my reply to that, it was Felix. This is himbofication. Uh, Oh my God. Uh, <sighs> really problematic for yeah I know Fire Emblem right they just like boy like, so let's spend another 45 minutes going over it no uh, Nikki where can people find you on Twitter the people don't need to find my bad Twitter it's but it's uh, at Steven Strom S-T-E-V-E-N-S-D-R-O-M Nikki nice Merit where one can day people... we will find out the origin of that username oh Okay. Okay. Because I did just search God Siva, and um, it's something to do with Sikhism. Oh. Uh, Siva is Siva is the concept of selfless service in Sikhism. So that's cool. And Siva um, is the red, like bad monster goo from Destiny: Rise of Iron, the second major Destiny expansion. It's, it's bad. It's bad goo. It's like a. Oh, Siva S I V A. Yeah, I have a gun that shoots that now. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I'm on Twitter. 
Mary Kay. Nice. Uh, I brought us out last week, so Nikki, why don't you go ahead and uh, tell the people what they need to hear. Thank you. Bye. Bye, 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 bye.